When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Your brain needs support. And new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L-theanine, and caffeine. Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome. Welcome one and all to The Late Show. I'm your host, Stephen Colbert. Tonight, the... the big story is that Chicago Mayor Lori Lightfoot failed in her bid to win re-election, making her the first incumbent Chicago mayor not to be re-elected in 40 years. For more on that, watch a different show, because I have no opinion about that. (laughs) Either good or bad, and I don't know. Another thing I have no opinion about, where the coronavirus came from. I want to know where it is now. (laughs) So I cannot be there. On Sunday, we learned the Department of Energy believes that the COVID pandemic was a result of a lab leak, a belief they hold with low confidence. (laughs) It's not reassuring. It's like if Arby's changed their slogan to, we're pretty sure what we have is meats. (laughs) (laughs) If I had to guess, if it gunned to my head, I'd say meats. Back in 2021, it was first reported that the FBI had moderate confidence that the pandemic was the result of an accidental lab leak, but the FBI never publicly acknowledged that until yesterday when we heard from FBI Director Christopher Wray, seen here announcing the arrests made in Operation Bazoombas. (laughs) Yeah. Massive force. Massive display of force. Now... Ray sat down with the Fox News and dropped this opposite of a bombshell. The FBI has for quite some time now assessed that the origins of the pandemic are most likely a potential lab incident in Wuhan. Most likely potential. (laughs) That is darn close to hypothetically, nearly conceivably imaginable, maybe. (laughs) Somewhere between possible and probable. So it's definitely... (laughs) Possible. <laughs> we live in a world of infinite possibility. <laughs> Still, everybody wants a definitive answer on this, and I'm sure if the FBI director is finally going to announce this on TV, he's got a whole lot of details to share. There are not a whole lot of details I can share that aren't, aren't classified. Okay, if you, uh, if you can't share it, if you can't share it, maybe tell someone at that Chinese lab, and if they leak it, you'll know you were right. If the FBI isn't willing to share the proof uh, to back up their statement, I agree with Dr. Fauci, who says that when it comes to the origins of COVID, we may never know. Now, that's a hard truth, but it's a truth we all learned from the classic PSA. I don't know. 
Some people don't need to know anything about anything to have some pretty strong opinions. Take Georgia representative and... <laughs> and escape diorama of a Neanderthal female. Marjorie Taylor Greene. Yesterday, Greene was at a subcommittee hearing on COVID. For the record, she's pro. She was against most... <laughs> most of the precautions, like masks and vaccines and lockdowns, and she made a pretty convincing point about the present state of American education. The response to COVID-19 was devastating to our country, and it's going to be years before we really know the effects and the outcome um, on our society and especially on our children. What it did to our children's math and reading levels is horrific. Here's what is shocking to me. There are 1,524... 524 and 481... This is over 1 million, 1.5 million. I know watching that made my math level drop. <laughs> I'm gonna say by at least 1.1289, 107.5, best of the 80s, 90s, and today. 8575309. Wow, today. Green clarified where she's coming from with all this COVID info. I'm not a doctor. Thank you. No one thought you were a doctor. <laughs> the vibe I get is nurse who pockets the codeine. <laughs> Speaking... Really? Okay. All right. <laughs> Speaking of nurses, yesterday Joe Biden was in Virginia Beach to give a speech about the cost of health care, and he cheered up the crowd with a feel-good story about being in the ICU. By the way... You docs are good, but if there's any angels in heaven, they're all nurses, male and female. You know why? You guys let us, you guys make us, allow us to live. Nurses make you want to live. When I was at Walter Reed all that time, after a couple craniotomies, I was lying there, and I had a nurse named Pearl Nelson, military. She'd come in and do things that I don't think you learn in medical school, nursing school. <laughs> Is it over yet? <laughs> I can't. I can't look, but I also can't look away. I feel like I'm watching a chainsaw juggler with a case of the shakes. Okay, everyone agrees. Nurses are heroes. I understand. Go on. She'd whisper in my ear. I didn't, couldn't understand her. Yes. When you're in a comatose state, nothing is more comforting than someone getting right next to your head and going, Maybe some ASMR. Stay alive. <laughs> so, so much to live for. <laughs> mm. Mm. Fritos. Mm. He went on. He'd actually breathe on me to make sure that I was, that there was a connection, a human connection. She even went home and brought back her pillow from her own bed because he didn't knew the one I had the one comfortable. That sounds like a horror story. 
I've brought, I've brought my own pillow. <laughs> Don't worry. It'll all be over soon. Asa wasa, asa wasa. Asa wasa, asa. How long did that take? How long was that? Oh, there's some troubling news from Tennessee thanks to Republican governor and dad's friend saying, wow, you really grew up over the summer. <laughs> Bill Lee. Lee announced he will be signing Tennessee's sweeping new anti-LGBTQ bills, which, among other things, will ban gender-affirming treatment for transgender youth. Come on! Transgender or not, I don't care who you are, all teens struggle with figuring out relationships to their bodies. Do you think Unilever had grown adults in mind when they made Axe body spray and golden mango? (laughs) You know their motto, Mom, I did shower. Tennessee isn't just coming for the young ones. The governor also said he'd signed a bill that would restrict drag shows. Yes, he wants to severely limit drag. Our founding fathers did not create this country so men could wear frilly shirts, silk stockings, and powdered wigs. (laughs) (laughs) That's good. That's good. (laughs) Specifically, the bill criminalizes adult-oriented performances by male or female impersonators, which means the citizens of Tennessee will finally be safe from Reba McIntyre. <laughs> oh, yes. Reba is exposing our children to tempting buckets of breasts and thighs. <laughs> to defend targeting the LGBTQ community, Governor Lee claims the bill would protect children from being potentially exposed to sexualized entertainment. Okay, but sexualized is in the eye of the beholder. How are you going to control that? It's really important that none of their elementary school teachers wear open-toed sandals that have, have a really long middle toe, you know, like almost like a finger. <laughs> real graceful, real graceful. High arch, that would be wrong. I'll send you some photos of what would be wrong. <laughs> Plus, this whole stupid bill is redundant because Tennessee already bans obscenity in front of minors. It was landmark legislation. That's why the Great Smoky Mountains had to put on a bra. Even... Oh, yeah. Even Tennessee Republicans are a bit confused by this bill. When it was being discussed in the state legislature, one representative raised an important question. If we're having a professional wrestling show at a county fair and uh, some promotion decides to have a bra and panties match, is that, you know, potentially a crime? And while we're on the subject, what about, say, if some blue-ribbon cows had a wet T-shirt contest? You know, real tasteful stuff. Cleavage, but no full teat. I mean, videotape for distribution. Would that be a crime, or could someone sell that in the lobby today for $24.99 on DVD? You know who else can't define what drag is? Governor Bill Lee, because the day before he announced he'd signed the bill, a picture of him emerged dressed in drag... In high school. Okay. 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 Uh, Admittedly, those are some great gams, but I'm sorry. Those pearls. (laughs) Governor, remember what Coco Chanel famously said about accessories. Before you leave the house, look in the mirror and stop trying to score political points with your base at the expense of real human beings, you dick. (laughs) We got a great show for you tonight. Coming up, Michelle Yeoh. 
Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Welcome back, everybody. My first guest is an actor you know from Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, Tomorrow Never Dies, and Crazy Rich Asians. She's nominated for an Academy Award for her performance in Everything, Everywhere, All at Once. Please welcome to The Late Show, Michelle Yeoh! Please. Thank you. Wow. Uh, how, how lovely to have you here. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for having me. I, I, I wanted to get into everything everywhere all at once. Um, Right away, because there's just too much to talk about. This this film is everything, everywhere, right. all at once. <laughs> the performances are be- such beautiful performances, so heartfelt, so tender, so exciting at the same time. It's action, it's science fiction, <laughs> it's 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 a family drama, um, it's uh, psychological intrigue. Did you have some sense when you were making this film how much it was going to grab the audience by the rib cage? <laughs> I should have taken you, you with me everywhere. You just described <laughs> the movie so well. Yeah, well. I mean, <laughs> that well done. Yeah, yes. Did you have a sense when you guys were making it that you had something special? Um, from script, yes. I knew I had a, a really a gem, a very unpolished but a gem. Yes. It was so original. It was so absurd. It was wacky. It was weird. It was wonderful. Uh, but that that what resonated with me was this very ordinary aging immigrant woman who was trying to, you know, live the American dream and failing miserably. But then the Daniels gave her an opportunity to be extraordinary, to be a superhero. And that woman is like our moms or our aunties, you know, people that we... (laughs) Well, so far, Uh you have won for your portrayal, the Golden (laughs) Globe. You have won... The Screen Actors Guild Award. You now have an Oscar Oscar nomination, and you have called this uh, a, a role that you've been re- rehearsing to play all your life. How so? Why is this the, the role that you've been pointing toward? Well, like you've just described the movie, it's at least five genres of films. It's science fiction, it's comedy, it's drama, it's romantic, it's love. And then... Um, and I, f- I really, truly felt that it was because I've had the experience over the years, you know, how you take on and gathering it all, uh, 
a younger person would not be able to f- fulfill all of this. Mm-hmm. But at my age, six zero. <laughs> Well, I guess <laughs> 60 is the new prime, okay? What can I say? <laughs> well, okay, I want to show a picture of the, some of the prep that you did for it. Here, here's your copy of the script. There's, there's, the, there's the cover of your, your copy. But this is, the, this is the thing that I love. Tell me what these tabs all mean in the side right here. Because this is extraordinary, the amount of prep you want. What do these different colors represent? So... You have to understand your script. And this is one of the most insane scripts. I mean, it deals with not just one universe. It's going across like eight multi-universes. And then every universe has their own story to tell. So to... And who is Evelyn Wong? That is the key. You must have a very solid foundation. When I received the script, I said to the Daniels, my darling boys, you have to change her name. She's not going to be called Michelle. And they're like, but we wrote it. I love Daniel Kwan. He's got this, like, little face. But I wrote it for you. (laughs) You know him, right? And so I said, because this woman, she deserves a voice. She deserves to be seen. If you call, right, if you call her Michelle, you as an audience would keep going, that's Michelle trying to play this aging immigrant woman. But we still see Michelle. I have to allow Evelyn to have her own voice because there's so many Evelyns in the world. And they should get a chance to be seen and heard and to be a superhero. <laughs> yeah, my, my wife's name is Evelyn. And, uh-huh. and unrelated to the fact that, the, that the, she shares a name, I have never seen her cry so open-heartedly than she did at the end of that film. Mm. Um, Do you uh, have a daughter? What? I have a daughter. She wasn't with us in that moment. We have a daughter, yes. And I think there were a lot of moms and daughters out yes, there who were crying in that way. Were, to me, as much as I was enjoying this film, I was completely unprepared for the emotional depth uh, of the ending. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Were you prepared for the emotional impact of that ending? Oh, the impact... You know, when you are making the movie, this was a, quite an... A, Incredible shoot, to say. We did this movie in 38 days. Which is extraordinary given how much you achieved. And right before the end of COVID, right? I mean, probably the beginning of COVID. On the day of COVID lockdown, that was our last night of shoot. And then we all were separated. You know, we were bonded. We We started off as cast and crew, but we ended up as family because we had to do this together. And the Daniels had this lovely ritual that we would start every morning. Everyone had to come out from whatever corners of Simi Valley, the IRS building, which actually grounded us because it gave us a base while we were wandering through all these universes. This base was rock solid. So we everybody would gather for... And being an indie film, you know, every minute costs money. But we took the time to look at each other in the eyes. We looked at each other. We saw each other. Everyone knew that we were there together. We were family. There was no hierarchy. We were all equals What pouring our love into this little gem. And we were just polishing it. So for 15 minutes, we would do warm-up exercises. We would take turns and leading the warm-up. Of course, Jamie Lee's is the humping. Pelvis. 
and I did like the dragon dance. <laughs> so, but you know, every all, all the crew normally that you don't see because they are busy, very busy doing yeah. the props and things yeah. like that. They would come out, and for 15 minutes, we sh we looked at each other's eyes, saying, "Come on, we're in this together. We're going to give it our heart and soul because we believe in it and we love it." So it really. You know, we embraced each other like the everything bagel, you know? <laughs> we have to take a quick break. We'll be right back with more Michelle Yeoh, everybody. Stick around. Hey there, Jordan Klepper from The Daily Show and Comedy Central. Ever wonder what happens behind the scenes or want to catch some extended interviews? Well, now you can. Listen to The Daily Show Ears Edition podcast for full episodes, extended content, and a whole lot more. The Daily Show Ears Edition is available wherever you get your podcasts. We are right here with the star of everything, everywhere, all at once, Michelle Yeoh. From the Golden Globes, there's a there's a great moment in your speech from the Golden Globes that people loved, and let's let's play this, Jim. And along came the best gift, everything, everywhere, all at once. Shut up, please. <laughs> I, I can beat you up, okay? And that's serious. And I thank you. So they tried to play you off. <laughs> that was that was instinct. Yes. That's the, that's the very feisty instinct that I, um, you know, sometimes it gets a little out of control. <laughs> and then that was my first time being on that stage. First time nominated for a Golden Globe. First time winning. It was like my first of first, and you're not getting me off that stage. <laughs> so, back <Yeah>. off. <laughs> not your only... Not your only honors this year. Uh, Time also named you uh, 2022 oh. Icon of the Year. <laughs> certainly, it's a lovely outfit. It's a lovely outfit. Um, <laughs> certainly a trailblazer. The first Asian woman to be nominated for a Best Actress Oscar. Um, were you aware that you were the first one you got the nomination? Actually, there was another first. Mo Who was that? O'Bron. And From the she, 1930s. Yes, but she had to hide her identity. She was of Asian, half Asian descent. Mm -hmm. Her mother was uh, from India, I believe. Mm -hmm. But she always came out acting purely as a British woman. Oh, I see. So she had to hide that. And uh, during the SAG Awards, when we won for the ensemble, we asked James, please represent us and speak for us, right? And he said, when he started 60-something, 70 years ago, his first movie was with Clark Gable. And then he was very sad because, you know, then the Caucasian actors got the Chinese roles and then they taped their eyes yeah. to play because they said the Chinese actors were not good enough or they were not, not box office. And this is what James had carried all his entire life. And this was the first time he won an award. So there's so this many... This is the actor who plays your father. The, yes, sure. who plays my horrible father. But he's actually <laughs> quite a nice guy. Um, but there's so many of these firsts. And sometimes I feel like a... I don't know whether a ping-pong or yo-yo because you fluctuate between feeling very shocked and very overwhelmed with joy and but thinking, how can I be the first? Because I know of so many amazing actresses um, and actors where, you know, we've stood on their shoulders and now some so many beside me and more ahead of me. So I would, would love to see that would be such a thing of the past, where this is a norm, that you see faces like ours, 
you know, up there being nominated and being given uh, equal opportunity to play those roles so that we can have a seat. Well, one... One of the upcoming roles that I'm looking forward to is you are currently filming Wicked, a movie adaptation of the Broadway musical, which reunites you with Crazy Rich Asians director John Chu. Is this the first time you're singing on camera? <laughs> yes. Are you have, you? have you already done it? Are you prepared? Are you still I'm stealing? I'm preparing. You're still preparing. I'm preparing very much. Wow. Working on it. Working on it. Does this make you? You've done a lot of adventurous things. Does this make you nervous? Hell yeah. <laughs> So lovely to meet you. Thank, Thank you so much you. for being Thank here. You Thank you for your film. Thank you. Everything, everywhere, all at once is in theaters and streaming now on Showtime. Michelle Yeoh, everybody. Thank you for listening to the Late Show Pod Show with Stephen Colbert. Just one more thing: if you want to see more of me, come to the Late Show YouTube channel for more clips and exclusives. The Hargan women seemed to have it all. We were blessed. My mom was amazing. But detectives would soon discover... Inside the house, there were the bodies of two women. A story of betrayal you would struggle to believe if it wasn't true. I am just praying to God, this is a sick joke. From 48 Hours, this is Blood is Thicker, the Hargan family killings. Listen to Blood is Thicker, the Hargan family killings early and ad-free on Wondery Plus. Rise and shine, football fans. Start your day the right way with Morning Footy, a podcast that covers every aspect of the global game, headlines, match previews, analysis, interviews, culture, fashion, and plenty of banter. Join as we track the thrills and spills of Europe's biggest title races, the business end of the Champions League season, a summer packed with international competitions, MLS, NWSL, and much more. Subscribe to Morning Footy.